This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right. We are here Thursday. Dr. Kelly Victory with us. And Steve House, uh, I know, Charlie, you were just trying to call him. I just got a message that he is hung up in a meeting, so it will most likely be just Dr. Kelly and I for at least a little bit here. Dr. Kelly, how are you? Hey, I'm well, thanks. How are you? Hope hope that you had a nice holiday. I did. I did. Hopefully you did as well. It's been a couple of weeks here since we chatted, and as always, uh, never anything to talk about. I I have nothing in my notes, Dr. Kelly, not a thing. (laughs) It's amazing. This is a COVID is the gift that keeps on Oh, my word. It's just just ridiculous. They will will not get over it, uh, and it just gets crazier by the week. Who would have guessed? Um, really, two and a half years ago, that we would still be talking about this going into the fall of 2022. It's tragic, and unfortunately, they don't seem to be getting out of their own way on this. No, my son and I were talking actually before I came down today, and as far as you know, just political strategy and different things, what's going to happen in the midterms and so on. And I am one, and he agrees. I was going to get your opinion on this before we get going. I really feel like this is an area where conservatives just need to back away really not say anything let the let the chips fall there are it's already happening in front of our eyes we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit but the reality is as a politician running for office dr kelly i'm not sure you need to say anything just let it just let it run its course it's they're doing the job for us i mean there's so much misinformation and lies on their side i don't think you need to point it out I agree with you. I will say that early on, and for really the better part of the pandemic, there really wasn't much difference along party lines. That's right. Uh, believe it or not, as many as many conservatives as as liberals um, really, you know, lined up for the vaccines, bought into the whole masking yep. thing and social distancing and and the lockdown. They may have been disgruntled, but there really wasn't much difference. Um, as time went on, conservatives were more likely to say, wait a minute, you know, I've had enough of this. I'm not giving handing over my civil liberties for the uh, sort of impression of some element of safety or whatever. But the thing that has really, I think, tipped the scales recently, and I actually posted about this the other day, I said, you know, let's just remember, just remind yourself going into this election that the party that shut your, down your business, mm-hmm. destroyed your livelihood, masked your children, forced your kids to stay home from school, mandated a vaccine, didn't allow you to travel. They want you to know you're a fascist. Right. Right. Great point. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Great point. Let me just, you know, I'm thinking, people go, wait a minute. You guys are the ones who have been doing this for two and a half years now. You know, and and I think that that starts to chat. And and by the way, uh, real quick, Dr. Kelly, still are. So this is what I want to start with. Here's the first headline. I get we'll get into more things along these lines, especially, you know, the the vaccine and some of the results of of it and some of the things that are happening there as well. But here's a headline I, I got today. This was sent to me today. By, by by the publicist, by the way, that wants to send a guest to me, which, you know, of course, I will just kindly put this in the delete folder because I, I won't go down this path. But are U.S. hospitals prepared for the next surge? No, but here's what we can do to change that. That is still what I'm getting in my inbox from publicists. Yeah, it, it is unbelievable. There was, just yesterday, I was at the grocery store uh, in my local town in northern Colorado, and there is a huge van in the middle of the parking lot for people to get their vaccine boosters. You know, get your vaccine, safe and effective. Okay, line up, you know, before the fall rush. They are going to keep yep. pushing this and keep driving this narrative, John, uh, frankly, until the bo- pile of bodies is so high uh, and until we are able to get the facts out uh, to, to the average person that so people finally say, just stop. They will keep churning yep. this. Yep. They tried very hard with monkeypox. Yep. That didn't go anywhere. With, uh, it didn't go anywhere. They, they ran it up the flagpole and, and just didn't go anywhere. Um, it, but they will, they're going to keep sounding the alarm bell on COVID, and they keep trying to uh, push these vaccines. Mandates are still in place in an awful lot of the country. Uh, and until we are successful, I think, with some of these lawsuits, I just don't hmm. see it stopping. And yet, and this is something you and I have been talking about, this week, uh, new MNRA boosted adults aged 40 to 74 are now twice as likely, twice as likely to be hospitalized for COVID as those who had have not been boosted. By the way, that comes from a new British government report. And I know nobody here wants to ever think about what goes on in Europe and or believe their stats. But, you know, they've actually awakened, uh, awakened to this more so than we have here. They're actually reporting on this. There's crickets in the U.S. when it comes to these type of reports. Well, correct. Let's talk about a few things. Three things specifically that came out of the U.K. in the last week. Number one is that report. And this is the U.K. data. Uh, it's not my data. It's I, I'm simply reporting the data from the, the U.K. And it's, with, it's just not a question that people who are vaccinated and boosted in the that age group, you know, 18 to 75, uh, it's not just 40 to 75, it's actually younger than that, have a twice as likely chance of getting hospitalized with COVID as people who are not vaccinated and boosted in the first place. The UK government's reporting that. The UK government also came out and put a ban on vaccinating five to 11 year olds. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're still doing it here in the US, not in the UK. They have put a ban on vaccinating children ages five to 11 because of the mounting risks. And thirdly, they have now said in the UK they are no longer recommending that women of childbearing age or women who are pregnant or lactating get vaccinated. They said a physician can recommend a vaccine to a woman of childbearing age if you can determine with certainty that person is not pregnant and isn't planning to get pregnant. So look at those mm. three things alone. We aren't going to vaccinate children over there. It's no longer safe to give to a pregnant or lactating woman. 
and we're acknowledging that people who are multiply vaccinated are at twice the risk of getting hospitalized as people who aren't. What else, you know, any one of those would be damaged. Right. And as you right. rightly point out, John, it's crickets here in the United States. Where's the CDC? Where's the FDA? Why is nobody responding to this at all? Instead, they're rolling out, you know, a van in my local parking lot and telling people, get vaccinated. One of the things I want to shift gears to once we go to break and come back is also the likelihood of injury from the vaccines itself. And really quick, Dr. Kelly, I know this might be a stretch as far as an analogy goes, but being a car guy that I am and being in the business that I was for very for many, many, many years and in a lot of cases still am, consult you know other shops and run my radio show on Saturday along those lines. I, I liken the vaccine to this, and I don't think this is much of a stretch, but I put brakes on cars forever. I mean, that's just one of those things they wear out. It's one of the things that you just have to do from time to time. If a shop owner were to knowingly put brake pads on a vehicle that you knew only had a 20% effectiveness of stopping said vehicle and in some cases might add 100 times more damage to said vehicle, would that customer accept those brake pads? And Kelly, you and I both know the answer is no, but yet that's what we're doing the vaccine. Exactly. This is all comes down to the risk-benefit calculation that we've talked about so many times. Two studies came out this past week with regard to risk-benefit and these vaccines. Number one looked at the Pfizer and Moderna data, John, that they knew before the vaccines were ever launched to the public. And they looked at the data and they determined for every one hospitalization that would be avoided, 4.3 serious adverse events would happen. And a serious adverse event, by the way, is defined as an event that causes death, near death, hospitalization, or permanent disability. So for every one hospitalization that was prevented, 4.3 adverse events. Now, two days later, they actually crunched that data and looked specifically at what about the risk benefit for the vaccines and the boosters on 18 to 29-year-olds. They actually broke it down by that lower age group, specifically to address this issue of ongoing mandates for kids going back to school. Turns out in that age group, for every one hospitalization avoided, you could predict somewhere between 18 and 98 serious adverse events. Wow. Crazy. analogy. That would be like saying, yeah, we'll put the brakes on and there's a, you know, for every one person we get to stop better at the stop sign, 98 people might end up running through the red light. That's right. That's right. Great analogy. All right. We're going to come right back. If you have questions for Dr. Kelly, by the way, please text me 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. We've got other things to share with you all as well. I've got other comments that came in from listeners also we'll get to in a moment. So don't go away. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next. They want to take care of you and your home and your electrical end of things in your home. And if you want to add anything, they can take care of that or fix something. They can do that or save you money by doing different things on your HVAC. They can do that as well. 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. 
Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. For Blunter's Mortgage, any questions on your mortgage or changing it around, and you're pulling some cash out, whatever you might need to do, ask about the all-in-one loan as well. Kurt Rogers, 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home, or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate, but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra cost. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. All right, Solar Energy Partners is next. It's a great new sponsor we had join us this week, by the way. And if you're looking to save money on your energy bill this coming winter, which, by the way, it's going to go up, you can do that by calling Solar Energy Partners. Find out exactly how that works for you. There's no out-of-pocket expense at all for you, the homeowner. In a lot of cases, there will be money coming back to you. 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest in solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Allen only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power now. Make your investment today by contacting Allen. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Dr. Kelly Victory with us today as she is most every Thursday. And a couple of you asked, is Dr. Kelly coming back? Um Yes, we, we, I went on vacation last week. We played four hours of her and myself and Steve last Thursday. So, uh, Kelly, you didn't go anywhere. We, we just, you know, you had something going on the week prior, and I was on vacation last week, and you're back now. 
Yes, I, I frequently end up traveling now on Thursday, so when that happens, I'm I'm on a plane. Um, I'm here every Thursday that I can. <laughs> I never take vacation. You can rest assured it's not because I'm on a beach somewhere. I'm either I'm either in you know seat eight A or uh, or on this show. Uh, I appreciate it very much. I know we do. Uh, all my listeners do as well. In fact, a listener just sent in a. It looks like a a. Uh, publication on a website from NHS. I'm not exactly sure who NHS is, but this basically says pregnancy, breastfeeding, fertility, and coronavirus vaccination. It's strongly recommended that you get vaccinated against coronavirus if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. That goes exactly against what we just talked about a few minutes ago and what's coming out of Britain. Yeah, and well, the NHS is the National Health System for Britain. I've, so I'm not sure when this was posted. I could, I've got the document and have you share it with you, so you can put it on your website. It comes right from the the uh, government of the UK, their official statement document that says uh, that they can no longer say that the vaccines are safe in pregnant women. The data doesn't exist, and therefore uh, practitioners are recommend are not to are specifically not to recommend uh, vaccination for COVID in women of childbearing age unless they can verify that person is not pregnant planning to get pregnant or lactating um so it's they're very clear uh, there was an article that came out in the ap uh yesterday trying to say that that wasn't the case um but the the wording is very very clear i went right to the source the official document from the uk no and that and by the way you're you're i've i've read that in other places besides what you've said so again i, I don't know whether it could be just like the u.s just because a website underneath their control says X, that doesn't mean that there's been other findings and they just haven't had a chance to get in and update that on the website. And frankly, Dr. Kelly, depending upon who's running that particular site and end of things, it may never get updated. It, it, it precisely, and this is the point. I was actually on, on a uh, show with Dr. Drew yesterday, and he brought up this AP article, you know, discrediting what I was saying. I said, I, I'll show you the document from the UK. Uh, there is so much effort to silence this stuff. There's so much yep. effort. I, you know, one of the things that I was talking about early on and was absolutely lambasted for uh, on social media was making the statement um, that the mRNA does not get eliminated from your body um, very quickly, you know, with it, despite what the CDC keeps telling people. And it was on the CDC's website saying that the mRNA is removed from your body, quote, within several days. Uh, I had said over and over again that it lasts in excess of 60 days in most people and a lot longer in many. Well, just last week, the CDC surreptitiously and unceremoniously uh, removed their statement mm -hmm. from their website. Um, and this happens all the time in the same way that they change definitions of things. They change the definition of vaccine. They change the definition of herd immunity. They change the definition, uh, you know, of all sorts of things. Uh, and it's very, very difficult. And I feel badly for the lay public. Um, it's tough to actually figure out what's right and what's wrong, because the stuff that's posted on a lot of these websites not only isn't up to date, it changes, and it changes yeah. quietly uh, without them even making an announcement about it. And, and for those of you listening, too, by the way, the way that works with the bureaucracies that we have, it even works this way inside of large companies, a lot of that, well, all of it, 
Dr. Kelly gets handed off to a web person, a developer, or whoever's in charge of making those updates. And quite frankly, I know this for a fact, if in fact that particular person maybe doesn't like the way things are going to be changed, it doesn't necessarily mean that, that they're not going to do it. But you know what? What if that goes to the bottom of the stack of things to do, and it's weeks before that actually gets updated? It's not that somebody didn't say to get it done. It just went to the bottom of somebody's list because they don't put it as a priority. That's exactly right. And then there you have other factors uh, uh, weighing in here. In the state of California, where I spend you know half my time, mm-hmm. they've just passed this this bill, you know, twenty ninety eight, saying that any physician who is you know found quote passing COVID misinformation or disinformation can be sanctioned or lose their medical license. Which means, and, and that's you know, in their minds, if I tell a patient. Um, look, you know, the risk of myocarditis or pericarditis in somebody in your age group is far too high to, you know, to, for you to risk taking this vaccine or your risk from COVID is so low, having already had it recovered, that it wouldn't benefit you to get um, vaccinated. Or if I share with them the data out of the UK saying that your risk of hospitalization is doubled if you actually get boosted, if you say any of that, you can risk losing your medical license. Do you really think that your average physician is going to risk telling you the truth when they're being threatened with sanction or loss of licensure? I mean, this is something that everyone should be really, really concerned about. Americans should be pushing back and fighting and saying, no, regardless of what it is, you cannot threaten a physician for reporting on data that's out there because I, as a layperson, it's the only way I can get it. I'm obligated to give informed consent to my patients. I'm obligated to share with them what I know. It is my moral, ethical, and legal obligation to share this data with them. If my license is going to be threatened for doing it, you know, God help us. Well, and and this leads me to a conversation I want to talk to you about today anyway, so this is perfect timing on this. And in In most industries, I know the automotive industry, for one, uh, you have the auto manufacturers that, you know, they they do what they do. They create a car. They've got their own dealerships that service the car and so on. And there's an entire aftermarket, quote unquote, that also does similar things. Now, they don't do repair work under warranty, but, you know, they can basically do everything. Actually, in a lot of cases, they can do everything and more than what the dealership can. They don't get near enough credit at times. But the one thing the aftermarket Dr. Kelly does in the new car world is they keep the new car manufacturers in check. And what I mean by that is a new car manufacturer may come out and say, well, you know what? We built a great car. It's absolutely perfect. There's no issues with it, blah, 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 blah. And the reality is a lot of dealerships will back up that. And if there's even a known problem, it will get disguised, if you would, or even kind of buried, if you would, on the dealership level. But the aftermarket doesn't allow that to happen. They bring those things to surface. They bring it to the public. And quite frankly, as our industry goes, we don't really care what the automotive manufacturers think. We want to let the public know exactly what's going on, whether their car is safe or not, and we bring these things to light. My problem with the medical community is that doesn't exist. You're exactly right. They have covered for each other. It is, you know, it is absolutely unconscious. And, and you know, and Dr. Kelly, happened. here's the thing. They've done that for years. Now, I will say one of the complaints I've always had in the automotive world is that we don't cover for each other. And I used to think that was sort of a bad thing. In other words, if you go to one shop and the last shop did a rotten job, guess what? The next shop's going to say the last shop did a rotten job. You don't find that in the medical community, which at one point I used to think, you know, there's a lot of respect there and I respect that respect. But now I'm looking at it saying, wait a minute, time out. All 
all these guys do is cover for one another on a regular basis when they know the last guy was wrong. Without question, and it's unconscionable. It hasn't helped anyone. The checks and balances have got to be there. You have got to know and believe that your fellow, uh, that your colleagues, that your, you know, that the industry in general, that the aftermarket, that people will out you if you're doing a lousy job. You know, back to your car analogies. Can you imagine, John? Anyone tolerating somebody coming out and saying we've created a new car um, and we tested it? You know. you know, eight times, you know, we had dummies, we had dummy tested it on eight dumb, you know, we expect that to happen. Thousands, yes. thousands and thousands yes. of tests are run before a, a yes. car is run out. And then it's tested by human beings after that. Uh, you know, it, it's run through the paces. And, and by the way, that's and, and right really now, and really quick, as far as an analogy goes to Dr. Kelly, in that whole industry between what government does with the NHTSA and so on, that's where recalls come into play, by the way. If something's not working correctly and there's some known issues out now in the public, that's where the public attorneys and other folks get involved and start bringing attention to a particular issue. And that's where big recalls like the Takata airbags and so on come into play. And by the way, there's recalls on almost every single manufacturer of vehicles. Well, there is on every single manufacturer out there, not necessarily every vehicle, but every manufacturer has recalls and deals with them because that's how we do it. My point in the medical community is we're not. It, it, you're exactly right. And they are they are acting. And they're not perfect. Right There's now, no way they can be perfect, Dr. Kelly. You can't build a new car that's perfect. How can you build a drug that is? There's no way. And the bottom line is they are now not just reporting it they are actively suppressing it exactly and we have just reams reams of proof of that reams of data showing they are suppressing this information i mean th- I this said, this goes back dr the- kelly to like the days where i know a lot of young people don't remember this but when the pinto was having issues you know what really happened here's a great example by the way ford rushed a vehicle to market to compete with the imports it was going to be a a you know a high mile per gallon vehicle you know cheap to own blah 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 so they rushed the pinto to market i think they put that car out dr kelly in like a year and a half which has never been done before when it comes to vehicles and the production of they rushed that thing to market come to find out it blows up when it gets rear-ended. Ford actually did their best to bury that for X amount of time until other individuals, the press and so on, got involved and said, no, 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 this is really a problem. This needs to be fixed. And, of course, everybody knows the Pinto story, and it did. My point is, in the medical community, they're acting just like Ford did, but there's no one else out there, and they've got the public snowed, so there's no checks and balances left. No, you're exactly right. And the difference between what's happening now and that Pinto example, which I was just going to bring up myself, is that the Internet didn't exist back then. And right now, people believe that they have access to the information, but the level of censorship is so egregious that people are led. The only thing worse than, than misinformation is the impression that you have access to information, but that it's actually sent to that's right. censors. That's because right. People think that they're getting the information that's out there. They think they're, they're reading the studies. They think they're getting access to the data that's available, when in fact what they're getting is the pre-digested, predetermined um, level of access, and that they aren't actually seeing what's out there at all. The only reason some of these recent studies that I'm quoting are coming out is because of the really aggressive FOIA requests. So people are finally getting a little peek under the tent at the data that Pfizer and Moderna and the FDA and the CDC had way months 
before these vaccines were rolled out to the public. This is Pfizer and Moderna's own data mm-hmm. from their very, very limited safety testing that we are coming up with these numbers and these calculations. How they ever came to the conclusion that these things could be recommended under an EUA or under any type of authorization is beyond me because the data yep. are absolutely yep. unequivocal. I agree. All right, question just came in. Are you familiar with the supplement Neprinol? I hope I'm saying that right. AFD, does she think that it might be beneficial to prevent the clotting aspect of COVID? And we've even seen some of that with the vaccine as well. Does, does that help? I don't know that. I don't know that supplement, by the way. Yeah, neither do I. I, I don't know what that is. I, I don't know. Yep. So if you're yeah, a listener, I mean, or whoever, by one. the way, if, whatever, I shouldn't say it this way. You that sent this text message, if you could give me a link to what that is or what you're referring to, I can forward that to Dr. Kelly yeah. after the show and we can do some research on it. But I, I, that one, and, and you know me, Dr. Kelly, I read a lot and do a lot of research, but I've, I've not heard of that one before at all, so I don't know that one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm happy to look at it, but I don't know what that now, is. Now, question for you, as I've, I've kind of been reading different things here the past few weeks, when it comes to this clotting issue, is it covid that's causing this so much as the vaccine, or is it a combination of the two? Well, there's no question. It's a good question. There's, there's no question that the spike protein itself from COVID is toxic and is thrombogenic. It can cause blood clots. The difference is when you actually contract COVID, you clear the virus and the, therefore the spike protein very, very quickly within a matter of days. Unlike when you get vaccinated, you are given the code, the genetic blueprint to start creating those spike proteins, and there's no off switch. So you continue to produce the very thing that is toxic that causes you to create blood clots. Furthermore, we know, for example, uh, specifically, say, take from the Thailand study that was done just very recently, they looked at 300 kids ages 13 to 18 who had not had COVID before. So we know they had negative antibodies. They hadn't had COVID. They did extensive cardiac workups on those kids beforehand and then following vaccine. And what they found was 30% of them developed cardiac abnormalities, EKG changes and and changes in blood work and lab work. So it clearly with the, with, you know, regard to the cardiac issues, there's a huge uptick secondary to the vaccine specifically and absolutely not related to the virus because we knew ahead of time there was a prospective study. Hmm. They know that those were all kids who had not had COVID. So I think although it is possible that the virus causes clots in some people, and we had evidence that it did early on, you clear that virus quickly and therefore you clear that spike protein quickly when you have the virus. You don't clear it quickly when you get vaccinated because you've just given yourself the genetic code that says make the spike protein, make the spike protein, make the spike protein, and there is no off switch. Interesting. Um, One more question before we go to break. Uh, This came more of a comment, I think, just to you know, reiterate some of what you and I are saying right now. CDC Director Walensky September 1st recommended updated fall boosters for all age groups. So she is still pushing the jab. And Dr. Kelly, I, I just don't know conscience, you know, how they have any conscience. I, I don't know how you could have any kind of a conscience and continue to push this garbage. It, it, it's insane. First of all, you know, they've come out with this new bivalent 
booster, uh, and I assume that that's what you know they're promoting now. And to be clear, we can talk quite a bit if you want to about the bivalent okay. booster. The, this is a booster that is created using components from the original Wuhan strain, okay, which, which is, isn't you know, around anymore. Now, long, long, long gone. Long it does not exist any longer. So why they would have even included that is beyond me. Plus, it includes mRNA from the more recent Omicron, the BA4 and BA5 subvariants. So it gives you the mRNA to create the original spike protein and mRNA now to create a second spike protein, the one that's on Omicron, okay? Now, we know that the efficacy of that original one has been long gone. It is actually negative, increases your risk of getting hospitalized. We don't have any idea with the new this new component because it wasn't tested. It was tested on a total of eight mice. Not lying. Eight. That's what they tested it on. Yes, and mice, which are not exactly a good replicator <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for the U. for the human you know immune right. system. So essentially, it's a crapshoot. Yep. We have no idea yep. what the impact is, of that is going to be. Furthermore, by the time you start getting this, if anybody's unaware. Omicron's pretty much died out now. Right. BA4 and BA5, we're on to the next one. So by the time you actually get that vaccine in your arm, you're going to be fighting last year's war again. Right. Again, you're going to create antibodies to a spike protein that is on the way out, if not already out. Then on top of it, Omicron, BA4 and BA5, cause extraordinarily mild illness. Right. So you are giving yourself an untested vaccine with untested, unknown safety impacts to create mRNA for a toxic spike protein for something that wasn't going to cause you more than the sniffles and a sore throat for two days. Right, exactly. Again, back to that risk. And none of this makes me anti-vaccine. What it makes me is pro-safety, pro-data, and pro-common sense. That's right. That's right. Good Fail good one. All right. No, we'll, we'll start. That's a good topic. But we'll come right back. Questions for Dr. Kelly. Let us know. 307-200-8222. We'll be right back. High Five Plumbing is next. All your plumbing needs. One-stop shopping. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. High Five Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with High Five Live, because to give you an honest quote, Ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With High Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee-free by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. All right, Golden Eagle Financial, financial planning. Again, just call Al. He'd love to help you get to retirement and stay there. KLZRadio.com, 303-744-1128. While you can't avoid every risk, you can create a plan to make losses less likely with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. As you approach retirement, you are less tolerant of market risk because you can't afford to lose money to market volatility. When you reach retirement, you no longer have income to replace what you may lose. 
Your nest egg is your income because you are no longer employed and usually don't have a consistent cash flow. When you have concerns about the safety of your nest egg due to market volatility, Al Smith and Golden Eagle Financial can help you with strategies that will minimize your risk. In or near retirement, you no longer have the time you did when you were younger to replace what you may lose due to market volatility. Protect the investment of your time and preserve your money with retirement planning from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Connect with Al today at klzradio.com slash money, or you can call Al at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC-registered investment advisor. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Dr. Kelly Victory with us. And again, if you want to have a question answered, text us 307-200-8222, All right, I got a couple of different listeners, Dr. Kelly, this last week. And again, this is not going to be a surprise to you, but I just want to make sure that I'm you know, giving this information out accordingly. And again, I, I'm not there, but I have great listeners. I believe what they tell me. I don't think anybody's you know, uh, you know, spreading rumors or anything along those lines, Dr. Kelly. But uh, I had somebody text me, for, somebody I actually talked to quite a bit uh, on and off the air, uh, found a very, two very healthy individuals that I know of that died suddenly from either a blood clot or heart attack. One guy uh, who was basically completely wrote off their friendship because this person would not get vaccinated and the other person thought that they should. They were both very pro-vaccine. Um, one of them actually worked in health, believe it or not, and, and passed away, was a registered dietitian and a personal trainer for Lifetime and uh, basically went to sleep, never woke up. The person from Lifetime went to the restroom when he was with the client because he didn't feel well. He did not come back out of the restroom. Somebody went in to find him and he was dead on the floor with a heart attack. Well, obviously, I can't say with any confidence at all because I know nothing about these people's underlying, uh, you know, medical histories, and people do die of, of suddenly from certain things. The reality, however, however, uh, we're hearing a lot more of this than we used to, yeah, correct? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we, we are having an ep- not only a lot, but we are having an epidemic of quote died suddenly. Yeah. Died suddenly uh, is one of the most common phrases now to occur in, o- in obituary in Ottawa, Canada. Unknown cause is the leading cause of death mm-hmm. in this past year. Uh, we have young, previously healthy Uber athletes dropping dead on the football field, on the soccer field, on the tennis court, drowning in swimming pools. People dropping dead uh, by the throngs, frankly, on the be- on beaches. Uh, we are hearing this over and over again. If you look at the Internet at all, it's a daily occurrence yep. that some right. relatively young person under the age of 50, you know, comedian, actor, actress, you know, the NFL has had, you know, probably six or eight young, healthy people, quote, die suddenly. So although I can't say that any one case of somebody who, you know, right. goes to sleep and doesn't yep. wake yep. up uh, is a result of a vaccine, the reality is you better believe something's been going on, and I've been reporting on it as have a few others, for a while now. We knew starting in January of this year, that was the first real telltale data uh, that confirmed what some of us thought was going on when the CEO of one of the largest life insurance companies out of Indiana reported that there was a 40% increase in all-cause mortality in 18- to 49-year-olds. 
40 percent. Wow. That was then replicated by the health insurance companies who were saying, we're seeing a huge uptick in the incidence of certain things, right. including fatal blood clots, heart attacks, strokes, and people who are just, quote, dying suddenly. Then we saw a 300 percent increase in disability claims uh, in the past 12 months. Um, you know, it's, it goes on and on. There is a, all of a sudden we have these made up diagnoses like SAD, sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah, we never uh, had that before. Like that, that didn't exist two years ago, no. Dr. Kelly. Of course it didn't. This is a made up thing that they're trying to act as if this is something, oh, it happens all the time. People just walking no, down and, the street. And, you know, to your point, and, and again, I, I, I like you. I, I mean, I have no idea. This person even said, listen, I don't know what they died. I just want to give you these stories. And by the way, I'm hearing more and more of these from listeners, far more than I ever, ever heard from in the past. And granted, I know the awareness is greater, so you're going to hear some of these stories that you might not have heard of before. But I will tell you this, Dr. Kelly, I've got a pretty large you know, social media presence, and because I'm still on Facebook, because frankly, I just I don't have time to post, and I don't, so I'm pretty neutral as far as that goes, and I, I don't get thrown off of there because I don't post anything. But I have lots of people, I read lots of things, and I get lots of information sent to me. But what I will tell you, Dr. Kelly, and I don't think I'm wrong in my analogy here, the amount of people that I see that I would have considered, and I think most people would have as well, considered to be healthy. These are not elderly. These are not hugely obese people. My point is this. I am finding a lot more people dying now after we're through COVID for the most part. I mean, yeah, there's there, there's some cold strains still left, I guess you could say. But in reality, I've seen a lot more of my network of people where their friends and family are dying because nobody knows why versus ever died of COVID. And I'm not exaggerating. No, no, that, that's exactly correct. And so I think, you know, what we are seeing, if you follow people, there are some people who are actually really getting into and crunching the data on this and looking at the data. You know, one of uh, those folks is somebody named Edward Dowd, who is a former BlackRock um, analyst. Uh, he doesn't come from the healthcare world, but what he's really good at is following trends, understanding sure. data, uh, and doing that analysis. And he's coming out with a book called Cause Unknown, mm. an Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022. And he reports, amongst other things, that the deaths that are being reported in young, and I mean under the age of 25, healthy athletes is 22 times wow. higher in 2021 and wow. 2022 wow. than in previous years. Now, you, you know, you might say you can blow off maybe a doubled and say, well, because people are more attuned to it or it's being reported more. Still, Dr. Kelly, I mean, if, I, if that was around, times, if that was like 2.2, not 22, but 2.2, okay, you know, whatever. I, I'm not going to worry about that one. But 22%, that's two out of 10 people. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's not 20, 22 times. Yeah, 22 higher. times. Yeah, Not sorry. 20, Thank you. 22 yeah, times. That, that, 22 that's a huge number. Times yes, yes, yes. Good right. point. Good point. In, in, the sa- in the same way that I'm saying, you know, on the, I reported on the VAERS data with regard to new onset seizures uh, because we've had quite a few people who yep. have had car crashes where they suddenly lose consciousness, may well have been a cardiac event, but it also could have been a seizure. The reports of new onset seizures following the COVID vaccine are 354 times higher than from previous vaccines. Now, again, you might say, okay, people are really attuned to and worried about these vaccines, so they're over-reporting. So if it was twice as many or three times as many or five times as many, but 35 times as many 
reports of seizures, you know, something is going on. And to claim otherwise, you're putting your head in the sand. And the question is, why isn't the CDC all over this? Why isn't the FDA all over this? Why aren't they saying, no, here's actually the real data and here's why you're wrong? Instead, it's cricket. And and actually worse, they try to shut people like myself down for even daring to talk about it. Thank you. It's not even crickets. Um, It's worse than that because they're taking what people really have as, I think, solid data in a lot of cases and not allowing that to be shared. Really quick, I had a question come in. I knew the answer to this one, but I want to ask you, and I'm sure other people have thought the same thing. Of all the tests taken during COVID and all the hysteria around them and all the different tests that were taken, you know, I know this answer. I know what you're going to say. But did they test for each variant or did they just test for COVID in general? No, they just test for COVID in general. The only time that they were testing for you have to specifically try to test for a variant. Yeah. And that only happens, they would do that in random pockets around the country. Right. Uh, the CDC would, would try to actually get some you know, idea of which variant was most prevalent in a certain area of the country. But the PCR tests, the, the average tests, nasal swabs do nothing to sort out which variant uh, people had. You, you, yep. We really went based on what was the predominant variant that seemed to be occurring in a particular geographic That's area. That's right. And, and again, that's an answer that I knew we had talked about many times. But, you know, again, but, you know, back to what we were talking about a moment ago. It, it's just it's crazy to me. And, and again, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm a data guy. You know that. I, you know, we watched this data all the way through COVID and early on, you know, really after we got to the, you know, let's slow the spread. And then we started looking at real data coming back in and you looked at who was actually being affected negatively by COVID. It didn't take long to figure out that, wait a minute, time out. Um, we need a vaccine. Why? Um, you could give everybody a placebo shot and move on, and, and we would have been just fine because the reality is COVID wasn't going to kill that many people in the first place. Yes, we should have sheltered those that were elderly. We should have sheltered those that had issues. And I'm not saying COVID isn't real or that it didn't have a negative effect upon certain people. But, Dr. Kelly, I could say that about a lot of other things in life and different things that have happened over the years from everything from how they eat, their general health, cancer, diabetes, on down the line we go. Was COVID awful? Yes. Should have ever happened in the first place no i've never denied it you've never denied it but did we blow it way out of proportion and are we now reaping you know are are we now reaping what was sowed during that time in a negative way absolutely we are in many many ways by the way well they specifically did things john that made it far worse by an order of magnitude as you said we didn't protect the people who needed protecting that small group that's right primarily the elderly and the infirm no, in, in fact dr kelly in, uh, let, let, let's make sure everybody hears this again because i know they know this but i want to make sure we reiterate it not only did we not protect them in a lot of states we actually added covid to them we did the opposite we killed them dr correct. kelly correct that's correct we we forced people who had who were actively ill the, the small group you're supposed to quarantine and we didn't quarantine them. We sent them back into the nursing homes. Then we took all the well, healthy people, and we forced them to stay home and, quote, quarantine. Right. So we locked down the healthy people. We forced the sick people back into the general population. Um, we shut down gyms and fitness centers. We kept kids masked. We did everything the exact opposite yep. of what should have been done. Right. So, And then we... We put the total kibosh on uh, any any treatments that were readily available 
and effective to actually treat COVID, and we didn't allow doctors to use them or talk about them. And instead, we rolled out a bunch of brand new medications like remdesivir that, and now Paxlovid that were under-tested and have actually made things significantly worse. So people were killed by remdesivir, killed by, you know, by being sent back into nursing homes killed by not being able to access hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. I mean, they, could, they couldn't have done things in a worse way. They refused to talk about supplementing vitamin D and zinc, two of the easiest, yep. cheapest, most readily yep. available That's things right. that would have prevented people from becoming ill with COVID. So it, it was, I don't think if I had to sit down and come up with a script for how to make this as bad as possible, I don't think I could have done better than they Agree. did. Agree. Well, they we've said it many, it. many they, times they, on they, the program, too, so let's not forget, too, uh, we've said it you know, a gazillion times. There was never a single PSA, public service announcement, on what you could do in a positive way to fight COVID. Not one single PSA, Dr. Kelly, other than what we did on this program and programs like ours, not one PSA ever went out, period. C- correct. Correct. So it was a, that you were told... You need to shelter in place, wear a mask, hide in the basement, yep. bathe in Purell, and hope to hell that you can get a vaccine or eight, um, because that was the only thing that was going to save you. When instead, we should have said, look, the average person, unless you have these underlying comorbidities, you know, you will you will catch COVID in all likelihood because it's relatively contagious. Yep. Uh, you will get over it. You will develop herd immunity and we will move on. And that's what we should have allowed to happen from the beginning. And those areas of the country, by the way, that did that, whether you want to talk about the Hasidic Jewish communities, very insular communities in New York or the Amish, the Amish and Mennonite communities that did it or the homeless communities that did it. They all fared beautifully. Yep. You know, don't you think if there were throngs of homeless people dropping dead from COVID, it would have been all over the news. That's right. There weren't because That's right. they developed herd immunity, just like the Amish did and the Hasidic Jews did and groups around the world did. Yep. Uh, it was only in areas that actually listened to what the CDC told them to do that had horrible outcomes. That's a quick hour. Always is. Dr. Kelly, we appreciate it very much. Thank you for taking time. And as you said earlier, I know at times you're on the airplane and doing other things. You're very, very busy. And and to take an hour and give to us each week, we're very, very grateful. I am personally. You become a great friend, and I really appreciate all you do for us. Well, thanks for having me. As I said, these are critical platforms, and I appreciate you making it available. You're very welcome. We've got to keep getting this word out there. And we'll keep doing it. Dr. Kelly, thank you again. Have a great evening. Dr. Kelly Victory, find her, by the way, at RushToReason.com. She's got her own page there where you can look and see all her credentials and the things that we have done in the past, all the different episodes we've had with her and so on. And if you ever have a question, just send it to me. I can get that off to her as quickly as I can. 307-200-8222. Veteran Windows and Doors is up next. 25% discount right now for all KLZ lists. When you place an order in September, 303-529-0720. Dave Bancroft, owner of Veteran Windows and Doors, is so confident in his quality, service, and fair prices that he challenges you to find three quotes from the competitors that even come close. Dave doesn't just go above and beyond your expectations. He does it all at up to half the cost. Veteran Windows and Doors is founded on the Marine Corps ideals of integrity, knowledge, and dependability, and Dave practices these principles in every deal he makes. That's why Veteran Windows and Doors prioritizes giving you the information you need to feel confident in your decision. 
Like their lifetime warranty on your purchase, they also offer a five-year installation guarantee and ensure that your energy efficiency ratings exceed the required code standards. Pay up to half the cost when you work with veteran windows and doors. See the savings for yourself with a comparison quote. Now, for the month of September only, get 25% off when you mention KLZ Radio. Call Dave at 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or visit klzradio.com slash windows. All right. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. He's our expert at it, by the way. No matter what you've heard about them, call Bruce and find out exactly how they work for you. He'll come to you, by the way. You don't have to go anywhere. He'll come meet you wherever you want to. 303-467-7821. Your parents think you want their house when they die, but you don't care about the house. You just want your parents to be financially secure in retirement. Call KLZ's local reverse mortgage specialist, Bruce Simmons, today. Tell them about your parents' situation. Then set up a meeting so you can all talk together. You know, a lot of seniors hesitate to look into reverse mortgages because they think their kids want the house but they've never actually asked their kids. The truth is, you don't want the house. You'd much rather make sure your parents can live comfortably in their home for years to come. Plus, your parents can still leave you the house with a reverse mortgage. Sure, some of the equity may be used up, but just like with any other mortgage, all of the remaining equity goes to the heirs when the homeowners pass away. Don't let your parents make financial decisions based on false information. Call Bruce Simmons today, 303-467-7821. Ask him about a reverse mortgage for your mom and dad. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Looking to transition in your home? K&R Home Transitions can help you, whether it's up, down, sideways, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, and or family members that you're trying to do something, maybe even a multi-generational fashion. 720-437-8210. With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com slash home. Again, that's klzradio.com slash home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. All right, folks, that's it for this hour. If you missed any of it, you can hear it between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. Family, friends that missed it, you'd like to hear, you can actually send them to us then. Or go right to the website, RushToReason.com. You can hear all of our old past segments there as well. They're right under the show notes section. Just click on it. It'll drop down, and everything is right there for you. Hour two is next. Jonathan Hoffer going to join us at the top of the hour. We're going to talk about automated license plate readers in California that actually can misidentify cars as stolen. And you get you in all sorts of trouble, so not good. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.